0: You are listening to You Heard It Here Second.
1: New episodes are released on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well.
0: Just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. My first official free money pick of the season is Florida State minus 5.5. Derek and Steve present... Okay, this is a hot take. How about this? <laughs> Brian Kelly will be fired mid-season Wow! from Notre Dame. Okay. I love that okay. take.
1: I hate Notre Dame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> from 30 movies a month yeah. to three. What do you think they decreased the price from? If they went from 30 movies to three movies?
1: With your logic, three. I think I know what you're going to say. Nope, no, not lower. It's, 10 it's, it's 10.
0: ten. it's still ten. I mean, this metaphor gets used a lot. It's like watching a train wreck that you can't take your eyes off. Yes. Like, that's that's the experience of watching Ray Lewis give a speech. You Heard It Here Second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 112 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek, uh, not quite alongside Steve, but virtually alongside Steve. Steve, what is going on in your life?
1: Derek, it's great to not be with you, man. It's so great to be so far away.
0: You used the same joke Um, last time.
1: (laughs) I know, but it's the same. I have the same feelings. It's great to just not be near you. Um, I... As, as you mentioned, I am currently sitting in sunny, beautiful uh, Florida right now. Um, I start law school on Monday. Um, that's Monday the 20th. Um, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm a little nervous and anxious, but um, this is my life now. So I'm in Florida. We are doing remote podcasts. Um, I do have a microphone in the mail on, on the way. way. On the way. Amazon, Amazon.com comes through again. Yep. Um, and so I will be... Uh, I will have a mobile studio, if you will. Yes, coming up. Yes, yeah.
0: and so this is the last time that Steve will sound like he's a guest rather than a host on the podcast. Um, as he will <laughs> yeah. have, he will have a legit mic on the way to him, and uh, and we will we will a test out the capability of Google Hangouts uh, bandwidth to see if that microphone pays dividends in that quality, and then if not, we will just record Steve separately for those of you who are interested in the technical working of it. Um, well, either way, the, the point is we will have two high quality uh voice uh recordings for the podcast, yeah. Uh, but this is the last de- one, or
1: devi- like high quality devices, high because quality vo- devices, right?
0: Right, quality. great point, great point. So, um, <laughs> high quality technical devices uh for the podcast. So, uh, so that's where we're at with episode 112. Uh, Steve is out there in Florida, down there in Florida, I should say. Um,
1: Florida is kind of out there. It's a little out there in a different way.
0: Um, (laughs) And so, so yes, this is the first official uh, podcast in a remote environment, Um, you know, starting uh, from the new the new era, if you will. So uh, we mentioned some of the changes that are coming. I guess we can quickly go over a couple of those now. So uh, one thing we'll say, and I know we always used to criticize ourselves for saying this. But I think it's actually true moving forward is that we will have slightly shorter episodes, I think. And I, I think it's actually safe to say that because we're removing some stuff from the podcast, correct? We
1: we are removing things from the podcast. It's safe to say it. Whether or <laughs> not it works in practice, we'll find out. Yes. But we always used to say it, and it always used to go too long. Correct. So <laughs> I don't know how confident I am in saying that, but – it's at least something to know.
0: I agree. There will always be topics that probably get us talking and, and lead to a little bit longer ones. But uh, the BC update of this podcast um, will no longer be in this podcast. We are going to be releasing a separate BC podcast called Around the Res. I was just talking with Steve about it a little earlier. Um, we're planning on the the BC football season preview is what, I'm, is, is what we're going to be working on this week. I'm going to be working with Steve to get a time that we can get together to record that. Um, but then moving forward, we're going to really try to get content out kind of like we were saying uh not always on a strict regimen of a schedule but whatever we can do if it means steve kind of recording something when he has some time me recording something one of us calling one of our bc friends a bc alumni that we end up contacting um, whatever we do we can piece together what we hope is the soon-to-be de facto bc podcast because there's a huge market out there for the bc podcast that is that is untapped
1: We've said this before. There's no, there's absolutely no engagement yeah. in like social media and and um, digital media with with Boston College beyond like Twitter, and it, even then, it's still pretty rough.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so I, what I would like to do, and we, we've kind of talked about this, is make the BC segment very targeted. Maybe like uh, interview as many people high up in the athletic department as possible, or, yeah, or just yeah. people at BC in general when there's any big developments um but make it very serious and something that BC alums would love to actually listen to yeah. and then get updates on not just us filling time in our podcast
0: <laughs> exactly for sure which is what it felt like we were doing sometimes so it's like if a week goes by and there's nothing that we have to report on like there's no reason to to make a fluff podcast to just kind of say that we went to BC you know so i think <laughs> yeah. um but but i think uh, that's why so what i we, we're working on getting this first one out which is sort of an easy target because the BC football season starts in two and a half weeks. And, you know, what we can then do is if we try to reach out to any members of the BC community, any players, even if we want, we have something to, sh- to show, you know, to say this was our season preview and like, we're looking to do more, like give, give the BC community a podcast to listen to, because there is literally no podcast for BC sports or BC community that I can find. Um, so I, I think it's, it's a huge opportunity for us to try to break into that. So. Um, so that is going to be split off separately. We'll have info for how you can subscribe to that and everything. Um, so that I think is coming along and will be, will be a very big positive for us. Uh, and like we said, may slim down. You heard your second a little bit. So as a result, today we have two halves coming up. We do, we have sports and pop culture. Uh, normally BC uh, update was in there at the beginning. So, uh, that all sound good. Anything you have to add, Steve, on the on the restructure on the update there?
1: No, just that I am very averse to change, yeah. Um, and this is going to be difficult for me, <laughs> um, but I will do my best, uh, and I'm going to try to maintain my positive energy, and um, it's going to be weird not saying everybody's favorite segment, the BC Update. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. There, there We are going to miss some of that, unfortunately, but here, here's here's the good thing, though, is that it should remove a barrier for you to spread the podcast to your law school friends. There's I no, cannot wait. They're, they're going in,
1: to love listening to our takes on sports and pop culture.
0: Exactly, <laughs> which they would get bored if it was about BC because they're like, I go to Stetson. Why do I want to? Or we could BC? just add
1: a Stetson. Oh, update.
0: that's a great point. That's a great. Or you could have a spinoff podcast called the Stetson uh, podcast or something around the around Stetson. Stetson. <laughs> around the Stetson, we'll figure that out. We're, that will but, be that will be step B um, for the the next steps here. So, uh, any other any other. Um, Things to close up the current state of affairs for the podcast uh, no, network. I'll that say
1: I, just no, just that I'm nervous and excited.
0: All righty, sounds good. So that brings us into the first half today, which is the usual sports.
1: All
0: righty, sports. So um, we had a big golf tournament over the weekend, which was the PGA Championship, and. Uh, I imagine there, this is a bittersweet result for you if I'm going to predict this correctly.
1: I, yes. So not, not totally
0: sweet, but not totally bitter.
1: Correct. So I've had a a hate, hate relationship with, (laughs) uh, Tiger Woods for the past five years. Um, I think he's a bad person. So there's, there's two reasons I don't root. I root against Tiger Woods and we Mm -hmm. had this conversation. Yep. One is he's a bad person and it, in individual sports, it's so easy to not root for bad people. It's not like a team sport where right. you've got a bad person on your team. And you have to like uh, figure out like how you feel about it. It's an individual sport. If it's a bad person, don't root for him. <laughs> um, so that's one reason I don't like Tiger. The second is that he, it, up until yesterday, got so much undue attention in the yes. media and on ESPN and, and just – in the golf world in general, because he was a bad golfer. And in my opinion, still is a bad golfer. Um, he hasn't won a tournament in 10 years. He's had yeah. an injury for five. Uh, he's just not, he just doesn't have it. Um, so one of those two, uh, points for me is, is now moot. He does have it now. Yeah. It, or at least seems like he has it. Right. Um, or is getting it back. So he comes in second at the PGA championship. He doesn't win, which, I, I I hold true to it. He will not win a tournament this year. I will take anybody's bets. If you want to take <laughs> my bets, I've been saying it for a long time, and I stand I stand true to it. He will not win. So um, bittersweet for me, but he didn't win. So on to the next one.
0: Yeah, I mean, so uh, I uh, definitely am on your side of the line when it comes to Tiger. Um,
1: people, this this showed me exactly how much people actually do love. Like, oh, people love people Tiger. Are com- people are coming out of the woodworks just saying how much they can't wait for him to win yeah. golf is back tiger's back
0: yeah and and I will say th- this is one thing that um I w- I won't say it uh I won't say it proved anything wrong as far as what we were justifying or what we were arguing but um what it did do was it showed me it gave me the answer of the question I was asking 6 months ago which was why is ESPN still showing Tiger Woods I'm um, like why are they still showing everything about this guy he's not good like why like why is he still being covered we got the answer today. It it took him being good again for us to get the answer, which is that everyone actually does, or I shouldn't say everyone, but golf fans by and large still love the guy like, or or maybe, maybe still isn't the right word. Maybe it's love the guy again, you know, maybe enough time has passed where now they, they now love him again. So Um,
1: here's my question. Do you think this would have been such a big deal if ESPN had not, or, or the sports world had not been, pushing him to the forefront for the past five years even though he was bad Hmm. or do you think if he kind of faded away and came back people would still be this crazy for him
0: you know I I kind of think they might still be this crazy um because uh, as much as as much as they tried to follow him and cover him I'm not sure that's what built up to the excitement here like I, I still just think that it's that it's the image of Tiger it's the image and the name and the, and, you know, the golf, the, the superficial golf fan who's like Tiger, you know, it's like, I, I yeah. want I want tweets to be about Tiger. I want to be watching something that then everyone's going to be talking about. And like, and, and it's just, you know, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is that for, you know, even for the, cause, cause we, your cousin was in town uh, over the weekend and you had mentioned like that everyone his age probably loves Tiger. Right. It's like, like they Correct. all, they all just love Tiger. And I think it's interesting because I think there's also the the people that were his age when Tiger was good and I think all those people still love Tiger too, you know? And it's like I think there's there's so many people that rooted for him so hard back then that they like like you said the same way that someone will do with a team sport athlete, they want to put out of their mind the fact that he's a bad person. They they yeah. want they want to suppress that. And
1: I I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty blatant. He's yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, uh, so, yeah, so So I will, and where I stand on that is yes, I don't, I definitely don't root for him because he, yes, he is a bad person. Um, I, I, I do have a part of me that is willing to, to give second chances on people like that. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm giving tiger a full second chance. Like I am not going to erase everything he's done as far as like morally. And, and, you know, I I can't just, I can't root for the guy. Like he's a model citizen, you know, I can't, I can't Mm -hmm. do that. Um, but I do find myself in a spot where I am not as, I'm not as far on your side of it as I maybe used to think I was, I guess is the best way to put it. Because as I was watching this tournament, I wanted to watch Tiger and I, some part of me was actually hoping he continued to contend. Now I don't, I don't know if I actually wanted him to win. I don't think I did. Um, but something about something about the phenomenon there, and I hate that this was happening to me, but I I kinda yeah. I kinda liked seeing what was happening and, and that's that's the whole that really hurts the argument that we've made for a long time that it's that it doesn't matter for golf, that it's not good for golf if Tiger's good because now everyone's talking about it and everybody watched the PGA championships. So that's Dude, what that's you, where it hurts.
1: You, you caught the fever, man. You yeah, caught tiger fever. <laughs> I, um, mean,
0: I mean I mean so in fairness though, like his final round he played. He played incredibly in his final yeah. round. And so he that, played, for me, that's why round, it was fun to watch He played
1: him. a good round of the golf. Congrats yeah. for Tiger Woods, <laughs> former best golfer on the history of the planet. Yeah. Played a good round of golf <laughs> um, in a major. So, Didn't win. Won't so I, win. Won't win. <laughs> mark my words. You heard it here. Definitely won't win a major. Certainly won't win any other tournament. Yeah. For the rest of the year. I'm not or, sure what's left
0: for majors, but. Um, maybe 2019. Yeah. So so you think no, none in 2019 either?
1: Um, this has shaken my 2019 yeah. view a tiny bit. Cause maybe he's actually On healthy, back, but yeah. he, he seems to go up and down a lot nowadays. Yeah. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm pretty out.
0: Let's talk about Brooks. Cochran. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that, 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 was the last part I was going to bring up about, you know, in relation to tiger is that for everything I've always said, and you've always agreed it, well, you've said it and I've agreed as far as the media covering Tiger too much. And then I kind of always would rebut that, like, I'm fine with covering Tiger if he's contending and he's doing well. And so that was kind of... Th- this weekend was a break from that. It was fine, all the coverage he got. Up until the point that the newspaper article... The newspaper covers the next day were Tiger Woods. Like, yeah. like Tiger Almost Wins was, like, the news... The, the headline. And Brooks Koepka's picture is not on the newspapers. That is <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. So that's where... That's where this is still a huge problem in that that's great. Everyone was into Tiger. I don't I don't really care publicity wise that people were into that. Um Brooks Kopka's picture should be everywhere. He won the PJ championship. Yeah.
1: Fun fact about Brooks Copka, or however you say his last name. Yeah, I'm not sure. N- name that college. Uh FSU. Florida State. <laughs> All right. That's right. He's a Florida State golfer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: That's uh that's my fun trivia fact for today.
0: Yeah, nice. But he so he was lights out down the stretch of that tournament. Um yeah. and He
1: was he was not shook. I I would like anyone else would most likely get shook by Tiger Woods on their tail. The whole world is rooting the for world, Tiger Woods. The world exactly. And you're down one stroke and like with five holes left. Yeah. Um so congrats to Brooks for for an incredible finish and not getting rattled by potentially the biggest opportunity to be rattled in golf history. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Unless it was the masters
0: and, and the, yeah, unless it was the masters and the crowd that was there at the course, like you could just tell that it was all about tiger. Like as far as the people that were there, there were chants, there was like the, the the whole buzz around it was all about tiger. And, And they interviewed other golfers who struggled down the stretch there. And like, they all kind of acknowledged that like the tiger effect was real for the first time. Like I forget which golfer it was, but one of them said like, this is like the first time I've actually seen the tiger effect. Like tiger's been golfing my whole career. Cause he's one of the older guys out there. But the guy was like, this is the first time I've actually seen it because like he, he was actually there this time. And like the crowd effect was real. Um, So amazing job by Brooks cope. going to be able to hold that off and, and hold the lead despite everybody being on his heels. So uh, really, really good performance by him and he deserves a lot more attention than he's gotten uh, for the win in the PGA championship this weekend. So, yeah,
1: well, congrats to Brooks, and sucks to suck, Tiger. Um, <laughs> better luck next tournament. Couldn't
0: even keep the same shirt on the whole round. He had I know, of he shirt. was changing shirts, <laughs> and he
1: broke out his uh, his red and black for yeah, Sunday. Like yeah. he, he was he was feeling the crowd, too, which is part oh, for of the sure. reason. Like, for sure. I mean, golf, it, of all the sports, is the most mental, so if you need to change your shirt mid-round and it changes your game, or if you need to wear your special, I just had sex outfit after, <laughs> like, on on Sundays, yeah, f- sure, go for it. Like whatever makes you feel powerful, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but overall, I think Tiger won't win another uh, tournament. There you go. You heard that's, it here first. You heard so. it here second. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. So that, that's that's it for the PGA Championship. Uh, we got the next topic here. I think you can introduce it. You got something about uh, good old Dwight Howard.
1: Uh, speaking of athletes that I just like, <laughs> uh, Dwight Howard's trainer recently said, "quote." He wants to evolve into Anthony Davis, into Kevin Durant, but his own version of that. <laughs> which, first of all, Ke- Dwight Howard's like thirty-five. He's not evolving. He's, re- <laughs> yeah. he's not evolve. He's devolving, and like he's he's at the tail end of his career. And also, Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant are two of the best players.
0: That maybe, maybe the game ever.
1: Right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird thing to say. He wants to evolve into with giving no background. He wants to evolve. Evolve into Anthony Davis. I mean, he may mean like how they play. Yeah, like they're both they're both stretch they're both stretch big men. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> yeah. and Dwight Howard never has. Kevin been. He Durant. He barely shoot. He barely shoot a free throw. Yeah. Um. So and and so I get the idea, but it's just a funny quote that he wants to evolve into Anthony Davis, into Kevin Durant, but his own version of that. Yeah. So what what do you see Dwight Howard's own version of that
0: is? Derek? Um. I see it being. Anthony Davis without all of Anthony Davis's best skill sets and Kevin Durant without all of Kevin Durant's best skill sets or his body. So <laughs> so, none so it is Anthony Davis's body is what they expect him to evolve into. I think that's achievable <laughs> for Kev- for Dwight Howard because all it means is growing a little hair between his eyebrows and maybe losing a couple of pounds and and then he's yeah. got it. So yeah, so I think Dwight Howard I think that's. Dwight how Howard it. is
1: con- is Moving forward with yet another <laughs> rebrand, um, so and it's, it's just exhausting. I cannot <laughs> keep, keep up with Dwight Howard's life. Oh
0: man, this is yeah. yeah. This Dwight is something else. I'll tell you something yeah. else. I the, the Kevin Durant comparison is just wild. Like I mean, Anthony Davis yeah. at least is a center. Like Kevin Durant plays the same position. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Durant is like yes, he's six eleven or six ten or six eleven. Sure, maybe even seven feet for all we know. Um, but he's not a big man really. I, like he, he's a He plays basically small forward, and he's like—he's a ball handler. He's a very skinny man. He's very skinny. He's a ball handler. He has—he has like thirty-five foot three-point range. Like Dwight Howard's not becoming anything remotely on the same planet as Kevin Durant. So
1: Dwight Howard doesn't have a three-foot range. (laughs) He. Yeah, the ball—he's like shooting a tennis ball. His hands are so bad. Yeah. There's no way that he can actually like shoot the ball his, from any any distance. His
0: range is literally like convert Kevin Durant's range in feet to Dwight Howard in inches, and that's his range. Like that's yeah. like not even a joke.
1: So, um, his trainer is a little ambitious there, but we thought it was a funny quote to note. Uh, yeah. And there's no other basketball news. No other big big people have signed with any big teams. Um, so that's it.
0: Right. Yeah. So Ex-
1: except for our boy. I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Carmelo.
0: Carmelo, that's right. Yes. So Carmelo was
1: on the Rockets. Yeah. So
0: Carmelo to the Rockets. That's what was rumored for a long time. Um.
1: I I have a clip of you saying to Carmelo, Carmelo, please just go to the Rockets. <laughs> come off the bench. You'll be fine. That's
0: great. Yeah. Um,
1: wow. Um. I have to. I'll, I'll have to pull it up.
0: Yeah. Find out which episode he, that was in. He, but he
1: listened. He listened to that episode. He and did. He's, he has joined the Rockets. So this is
0: proof, right? This is proof that. Um, his father, his ex father in law, still listens, and texted Correct. him and said, "Hey, listen to this." And then he listened, and then he went and signed with Houston.
1: Exactly. That's so what I mean. That's what happened. one at least one famous listener <laughs> in Carmelo Anthony.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, so he
1: signs with the Rockets. I, we don't really. I want. I don't really want to talk about that too much because basketball yeah, no. season a long way away. Um, but it is news. He, him coming off the bench versus not will be the big, um, I don't know, big discussion. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think he makes them better.
0: Yeah, part of my plea in that episode was pleading with him to come off the bench. So that so he hasn't actually fulfilled that obligation until he's willing to do that. Um, because if if that's what he should be in Houston, that's what he should be in Houston. And like Houston was a game away from the NBA Finals last year. So yeah, um, he needs to
1: just let it go.
0: He needs to let it go. He needs to go in there. He needs to. He and Isaiah Thomas need to do the same thing this season. They need Correct. to. They need to let go of some things they have on their egos and go play basketball. The w- yeah. the way that the way that everyone believes they're fully capable of doing. They just need to stop talking and play. Yeah. Um
1: and especially if both of them would realize that the NBA isn't the way that it used to be. Like yes. you're not a big superstar on one team and you take on the world because it's, you're yeah, the best not player. Not at all. Ever. Not at all. You now na- you now have to have either a super team or a, an actual team like the Spurs that's coached well or yeah. like the Celtics that's coached yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you're not going to go to the Hawks and be a yeah. dominant force, even if you're just one of the best players in the world. Like yeah. LeBron James is maybe the only person that can do that nowadays. There
0: are people that there are people that don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs this year. Like that like that's the current NBA. I mean yeah. now I think they are going to make the playoffs, but the current NBA is a place where some people think that LeBron James won't make the playoffs. That that's like how much you need multiple stars in the NBA. Yeah. So um it's crazy, yeah. So those guys need I wanna, to I want to slap those people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're the yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're obviously making the playoffs. So, um, but yeah. So uh, NBA season a couple months away. The schedule just came out, so you can go check out the schedule um, and uh, check out what your favorite team's schedule looks like when you know who they're playing and what their stretches look like. So,
1: and you'll have season tickets again this year. I will
0: to the Celtics. And one quick note about that is uh, a wild January on the schedule. The Celtics play. I told you this offline. Eleven home games in January. I'm thinking about just setting up a tent outside my section and and you know just paying rent to the garden maybe cuz I 11 home games is outrageous that's more than once every 3 ga- every 3 days in the month of January so That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild and, so.
1: And an oversight in my opinion.
0: I think so too. I think so too. For like I don't know how that happens a qu- literally a quarter of their home schedule 11 out of 41 games are in January. Good,
1: good thing you don't live very yes, far.
0: Exactly. So uh might be selling a few of those ones but uh, anything else on the on the uh, NBA season before we move it on?
1: No, but I'm really excited for this. All right, topic.
0: yeah. So why don't you introduce it then?
1: <laughs> um, big Al is our next topic. So that's um, Big Al is a Little League World Series phenomenon. He is a, he's a Little League baseball player who's probably like the kids weigh like 90 pounds and and 100 pounds for the big kids. He would probably weighs 200 pounds, <laughs> yeah. um, and he is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I don't do you have the clip? Of I do. Big I Al? do. Intr- so all the players do an introduction. They say, "I'm so and so from so and so. Here's a little thing about me." Um and everyone's is boring like, "I'm so and so from so and so and my favorite player is Derek cheater I'm so and so from so and so and I play shortstop and <laughs> I also play center field." And Big Al's is as follows.
0: Alfred Delia.
1: Hi, my name's Alfred
0: D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. And I hit dingers.
1: Yeah, for those who didn't hear, he says, my name is Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) it.
1: And true to his name, Big Al has been hitting dingers. Has he been? That's great. He has, yeah. That is perfect. uh, Whenever he hits a home run, Twitter goes nuts. <laughs> uh, and there's a Big Al Dinger alert, and, his, <laughs> and he, he rounds the bases, and people go nuts.
0: That is great. That um, is so great. Big
1: Al has become a cult phenomenon. Um, it's it's still in the early rounds of uh, of the Little League World Series. I think they're still they're like all the American teams play an elimination game. Yeah, yeah. Then they and all the cult the um, uh, international teams do the same, and then they they meet up in the in the finale. Um, so. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, that we see Big Al in the Little League World <laughs> Series because that would be unbelievable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you kinda have to hit dingers if that's gonna be your slogan. So I'm glad he is actually. I'm so dingers. I'm so
1: glad that I, I knew that phrase existed, but I don't ever use it. <laughs> yeah. uh, dingers. And it's, <laughs> it's so true, good. it's true, it's true. And big al hits dingers, man. <laughs> There's, a, I saw a t-shirt phrase. that just says, Big Al hits dingers. That would be a, that would be a
0: great like copyright-free shirt to sell. Like, we might have to consider that. So. Yeah.
1: It's for, and and for the layperson, dingers means home runs. Yes. So Big, <laughs> big Al hits big home
0: runs. If you didn't pick up on that one yet, yes. Um, big yeah. home runs.
1: And, and I think the reason we don't hear it too often is because it's the aluminum bat sound. Probably. That's true. It's, it's yeah. because, and so you watch professional baseball, you don't hit a dinger Yeah. It's, it's wooden. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's true. I'm like so I, glad
1: this is back.
0: Yeah, I know some MLB guys use the term like "ding dong" as for a home run, but that's not quite the same. Like dingers is just dingers is different. Yeah. So
1: I I call them dongs when you hit a big dong <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in the MLB. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. That there's your there's your new phrase. And oh.
1: when when you're younger, you hit dings yeah. and you hit dingers. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, oh. So so there it is. Uh, anything else on Big Al hitting dingers?
1: No, just that it's it. Honestly, it is a delightful little video. He, all the kids are cute and he's like he's hilarious. So, yeah. I'll look up the video if you haven't seen it. It's you heard it. It's 6 seconds long, but
0: Yeah, just just search it, Twitter worth, for Big Al.
1: It's it's worth a search. Yeah. Big Al hits dingers. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, so that does it for the sports section and that brings us into the second half, which is pop culture.
1: I made that bitch,
0: famous. I made that bitch All righty. So pop culture. We got two topics for you in pop culture today. Um, The first one is about the Oscars. We haven't talked about the Oscars in a while because we're pretty much literally as far away in the calendar year from the Oscars as you can be. So (laughs) what what better time for the Oscars to make some news, right? Correct. Got to stay in the cycle. (laughs) News cycle is important. So the Oscars announces a new popular movie category uh, as well as their intent to reduce the length of the award show. Is that correct from what I'm reading here?
1: that you read it word for word. So that is correct. (laughs) Um,
0: so any other, is, are those the two major pieces of the news or is there anything else? So, I mean,
1: it's, it's no, no, it's no new news that, um, the Oscars have been declining in viewership over the past. I don't know. I think it's like five or so years. Um, people don't really care about the art of movies anymore. They care about the business of movies. Yep. Um, so it's more about making a, a blockbuster hit than it is about making a beautiful, like shape of water style movie. Yeah. Um, but the Oscars don't like think of think of like Black Panther and uh, Wonder Woman and all the like even Avengers, like all these yep. movies that would never in a million years win an Oscar yep. or like um, they, you, the argument they used was like Dark Knight. I, like I saw
0: this. I think I saw the same thing you were looking at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, it's it's the idea that all these movies that are actually popular in pop culture are not getting recognized while all these. uh semi indie style like movies that you don't really see in theaters and and finish like top not even top 50 in the box office yeah that win that win the oscars or, or at least are nominated um so it's a good way to get those movies popularity but it's really not a good gauge of the movies that people actually enjoy yeah right um so in order to like spice up the oscars they're adding a new popular movie category Um, which I think is a great idea. I mean, I don't know your thoughts, but I think it's a good
0: idea. I'm a little bit still torn on it. Uh, um, So here's the reason I'm a little torn is because I was on the record in the past as saying that the Oscars has too many awards that are too redundant. Um, And so... You you have said that. And so um, the biggest biggest issue I see with an award like this that I feel is an extra award that's a little bit redundant is that um, for me, like, I would rather see them... um, reduce their I I want to choose the word carefully here but what I'm trying to convey is reduce how uppity they are with their best picture okay like Mm -hmm. reduce that a little bit and let's give some credence to the movies that are maybe not your prototypical super artful best picture but if they were cultural phenomenons and like very culturally important in the way they were written and the message they convey then let's give that just as much consideration for best picture as a movie that has no cultural relevance whatsoever, but was beautiful cinematography. It's like so, cinematography. You're, you're
1: basically advocating for like Black Panther and Wonder Woman for best picture. Being in the ra- best rather picture rather discussion, than them their own category.
0: Yeah, so I, I would rather the movie. So the problem you said is very valid. Like all those movies that are that are great movies that everyone loves, that were some of the best movies of those years, like they never have a chance to win best picture. I would the change I would make would be let's make sure they have a chance to win best picture. Let's let's make sure that the criteria is including the cultural element of it and like the and maybe even a popularity element of it. It's like does anyone really want a picture a movie that no one saw to win best picture? Like yeah. and then for also there to be a most popular movie for Black Panther. It's like I mean so like on one hand I like that they're going to have an award for those big hit movies like that, but personally I think I would rather if they just kind of reduce the the um how how much they stick to the prototype on best picture movies and just kind of open that up a little bit to allow movies like that to be able to win it so that's what i would do but i mean i'm not like super against this it's just kind of i just kind of laugh a little because i've already on i've already in the past said there's too many redundant awards so i kind of can't be fully in support of of a change like this
1: yeah i mean I, i i still think it's a good idea i don't know i just don't know how they're going to make it shorter and add awards yeah right um but whatever they need to do to make it shorter and more relevant to a larger audience i think is fine i mean i i don't think i've watched a full oscars in i
0: don't know maybe ever yeah i think i maybe Um, i've never it goes
1: way it goes way too late and way too long so the first uh, yeah i think Trying to switch it up a bit is a good idea. Yeah,
0: their first step could be just combining sound mixing and sound editing. I would be very fine if they combined those. So <laughs> that was your that was
1: your take last. Time, I remember. So someone
0: someone explained it to me actually shortly after that, and I, th- there is a difference. But I mean, I don't know, whatever. So um, yeah. so, but yeah. So there you go. The Oscars uh, has a new category for pop, most popular movie or popular movie category, uh, and they will be trying to reduce the length of the award show. So uh, anything else on the Oscars?
1: That's it for the Oscars on on my uh, side here.
0: All righty, so that brings us to the cozy book corner and this nifty new sound effect that's going to lead into Steve's discussion.
1: Okay. I love the uh, sound effect, Eric. Very cozy, <laughs> very uh, cozy book corner-esque, which I like. Um, I finished a very, very good book. Uh, usually the cozy book corners are just kind of like average books, um, but this one is definitely towards the top. finished The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. All right. um, it came out about 10 years ago. Um, it's very, very, very sad. Um, in a, it's, it's a world war II novel. It's a historical fiction, um, about a young foster girl who, who in and her, her life with her foster parents, um, and dealing with, uh, she's in Germany during world war II. So dealing with, with being bombed and, and seeing Jews herded through her town and, hmm. um, even protecting, even protecting one in their house. Um, and there's not really a, like a climax. It's not like a, it builds up to one huge moment Right. Um, it's just a, one of those beautiful stories where you love all the characters. Everyone's really realistic. They're all flawed. They make mistakes, but they they love each other. Um, so if you like historical fictions um, or World War II novels, this is certainly one of the better ones. Guess, do you know, have you ever heard the the um, gimmick or the, the shtick about this book? No. It's narrated by death.
0: Really? So it's narrated by the huh. Grim
1: Reaper. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because it's it's World War Two, so a lot of deaths going on. And yeah. it, it's it's a really unique take on huh. on like that perspective. And um, Marcus Zuzek makes this this character death very like sorry for Don. Like he he doesn't like yeah, when people die because right. it creates more work for him. He'd rather everybody live forever, but they just don't. Right. Um, he's very he he views everything very neutrally. Like he thinks death is just a part of life, so he doesn't. He's like, I don't get why people are afraid of me. I'm like the most important thing that will ever happen to them. And so like he 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 really, really gives you like weird insight into like people's last moments during World War II. So it's very, very sad and real. and um, But overall, I highly, highly recommend it. Wow, um, nice. I'm going to give it an 89% Steve Nicholas avocados.
0: 89, all right. 89, the is, book thief, certified is,
1: guacamole. Wow. <laughs> certified guacamole.
0: Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Let's freaking go. I think, you know, given um, given that review, I might have to steal myself a copy of that book.
1: That is hilarious and <laughs> you shouldn't you should pay right, for I'll it. I'll pay
0: for it. I'll pay for it. But it was a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. The
1: the 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 title doesn't really have much to do about the hmm. book. Like it's Right. The girl, yeah, obviously someone in the book steals books, but um, it's the little girl and she steals probably five books throughout the entire book. It's more just about World War II and their experiences. Um, So highly recommend The Book Thief. It's about 500 pages. Um, If you can can pick it up and have some time and and enjoy that kind of book, I highly recommend it.
0: Alrighty, cool. So uh, there's The Book Thief, 89% Steve Nicholas Avocado Certified Guac. So uh, any other closing thoughts on pop culture before we move it into the final drive?
1: No, That's it, unless you've got something.
0: No, I got nothing else on pop culture. So uh, bring us to the final drive. You want to go first or do you want to go second?
1: I want to go. What do you think I'm gonna go?
0: Ooh, well, you're probably gonna pick the opposite. But I was, th- I had the feeling you were gonna say first right there.
1: First, Derek, I'm going first. <laughs> I would like to go first. All right, you got it. Um, so just a, a quick note. People may have heard about this in the news, but it's becoming an actual huge news story. Is that red tide in Florida is spreading all up and down the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's usually an annual occurrence. It's, it's pretty small. It's like bacteria grows in the Gulf from runoff from like golf courses and, and fertilizer and things like that. And it creates this hyperactive bacteria that kills a lot of fish and uh, burns if you're in the water. So you can't go swimming for a while. It's now on week, I think five or six of red tide. And that's the longest it's ever been. Uh, Florida's declared a state of emergency. There's fish dead all up and, uh, all up and down the, the Gulf Coast. Um, so it's it's just another point that I don't know I, I don't want to make like a uh, this to be like a, a, something too dark but that humans are really 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 affecting um, not just climate but like the environment because yeah. this is all this is all from just golf courses and fertilizers and dumpings and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. the worst it's ever been um, and they don't see an end in sight yet they haven't been able to find an end to it. Um, so red tide, people haven't been in the water in, in Florida in over a month. Uh, haven't a lot of people who fish for a living haven't been able to fish. Yeah. Um, so it's just something that we need to be cognizant of um, is our effect on on the environment, I guess. Yeah.
0: Wow. So there you go. Good public service announcement for the red tide situation in Florida. Um, probably something official,
1: not... Official state of emergency. State of
0: emergency. It's it's pretty wild, and probably not something uh, a lot of people know are, are very are very well informed about. So. Uh, definitely a good thing to stay informed about and try to make a difference wherever you can and try to help solve this issue uh, as we get uh, not to be too dark like you had said there. So, um, <laughs> Do it, Derek. So on solve, a, it. solve the issue, please. On an equally dark note, uh, just kidding, not dark at all. Um, every once in a while, I get a new video game. My final drive is about a video game review. It's going to be from Madden 19. Probably this. you recognize the cycles of the year when I spot a new sports game and buy it. It's. Uh, I'll give you a review about it. Uh, pretty unshockingly, Madden 19 is very similar to other Maddens. Um, not to say that makes it a mistake to buy it. I think it's a very good game. The, uh, the gameplay is certainly uh, very fluid and good. Uh, the, the EA has been touting this new Frostbite uh, graphics engine, and, I, and it certainly makes the player movements very real. It makes the kind of juking and things like that, again, very real, which may or may not be what you're looking for. Uh, it certainly is not a step back in the direction of, I think you've mentioned offline, like that really arcadey style, although I'm sure changing gameplay sliders and things like that could get you to that. But um, the it's very realistic in those player movements and everything. Uh, the game modes are relatively similar. From what I've been told, there's still a very cheesy individual player mode that's like that long shot mode it's called. I haven't played it yet. I don't really think I'm going to this time from the reviews I read. Just the storyline is very cheesy, and, and I'm pretty happy with the other modes like the ultimate team card collecting stuff and like the franchise modes and things like that so um so overall i would say madden is good i would probably only recommend you get it if a you're just like one of those people that loves playing football games when it gets to be football season which kind of is sometimes what i categorize as Um, but also if you haven't gotten the madden franchise in a few years i think it might be worth it because the gameplay improvements have been incrementally pretty good i think and so, if you're now a few years out of date, I think that you'll probably be pretty happy with the gameplay in this one. Um, but overall, it's nothing that you have to drop everything and say like, "Wow, this is a totally new version of Madden." It's it's pretty consistent with old versions. So, I'm gonna give it like a like an 82. Derek Dragonfruits, good game. Um, but I won't uh, I won't certify it as being something you definitely have to get. So it's not certified Pattaya Colada. So
1: all right, there you go. Madden, so, 19. Madden 19. I will not be getting it.
0: Yeah, MLB the show is very good though, as, as per usual. So
1: yeah, and did you tell people you have a PS4 now?
0: I didn't, so I have a PS4. You can add me on PS4 if you want. rob two five nine one. I'm gonna finally be playing with uh, playing with Steve online now that he's not in the same location, and I have a PS4. We'll be able to connect online whenever we have a game that is the same. Which maybe will be Rocket League or something first. So Rocket so League. We'll we also talked about Rocket League on the podcast. Yeah, so we did. Oh, quite a while ago, I think. Yeah. But uh, um. so yeah. So that's going to do it for episode 112, if you heard it here second. Uh, first time uh, in the new era of the remote podcast, but I think it went pretty well, and it'll go even better when you have the mic, I think. so.
1: I agree with that, Derek. I yeah. think it went pretty well, and it'll go even better
0: when <laughs> I have it. <laughs> All right, so not much better outcome than you can get than that. So uh, so episode 112 is in the books, and like we said, keep your eye out for the BC podcast. We will have it on our uh, on your news feeds. We'll try to push it to you as hard as we can whenever we get that released for the season review and that'll hopefully get the ball rolling with that bc podcast so uh, push,
1: push it as push it as hard as you can push
0: there. it as hard as we can so uh that that'll do it for 112 and we'll see you guys next time for episode 113
1: later days